morning, Bill. Um, Josh Uche had been describing sort of his own uh, history and saying he played one down at Michigan, basically, um, sort of springboard into like this last game. We saw him seem like on more than one down. So it made me want to ask you, what have you sort of learned about him over the course of this year in, ter in terms of how he might fit for you going forward? Yeah, like Josh, I think he's done a lot of, um, you know, a lot of positive things for us uh, in the kicking game and defensively. Uh, has some versatility. Um, you know, we were kind of trying to figure that out early, uh, you know, what, what his best spot would be. And, uh, you know, it took a little while for all that to, you know, to um, materialize. You know, he's an active, uh, you know, part of the year. And, uh, but he's, he's definitely going to help us. He's a good football player. And, uh, we'll be able to define his um, his role and his situation uh, much better next year. Uh, you know, after a year of experience with him, so um, you know, looking forward to that. But he's you know, he's a definitely going to be an asset for us. Um, and if he continues to work and improve, he'll you know he's got a good future. And then one question, just related to to Sunday's game, um, Adam Gase earlier this year had just talked about how he's enjoyed connecting with you uh, the last couple years maybe. I think he said at the Combine and he said he actually said he loves some of your stories, that you're funny. Uh, what has that connection sort of been like for you with Adam uh, in recent years? Yeah, well, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Adam. I think he's had a very good coach. He's always, uh, you know, been uh, tough to coach against. Uh, he's always you know, made things difficult um, on our defense. Um, you know, it goes back to, you know, Josh and Denver. And so, you know, known each other for a while through, you know, mutual connection there. Uh, but uh, I think he's done a, you know, an excellent job. I thought he did a good job uh, with Miami. I think he did a good job with the Jets. He's, as I said, a coach I have a lot of respect for. And you know, it gives us a lot of problems. And um, you know, it was a tough, tough coach to, to coach against. So, um, you know, that's, that's really the way I feel about him. Next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, good morning, Chris. Um, wanted to ask you about the Jets and what you've seen from them the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, obviously, they hadn't had a lot of success prior to these two weeks. What has changed with them in your view? Uh, well, they played pretty competitively, you know, a good part of the year. Um, so uh, I would say they've been, you know, offensively things have, um, you know, they've made a lot of progress uh, in terms of consistency. They've shown certainly good flashes throughout the year um, in all areas of the game. And, um, you know, they, they certainly showed it against us down there um, throwing the ball. Uh, but, you know, Darnold's come in there the last couple of weeks and, you know, has played uh, pretty error-free. Um, you know, they've had a, a good competitive running game and, and the receivers have been productive, um, starting with Crowder, of course, and, uh, you know, Berrios has, has been productive for them. Uh, Mims and Perryman, you know, are explosive and, and have a lot of big playability. You know, Hernan started to come on now. Uh, he's played all year, but you know he's he's come on uh, in the passing game as well with some good production. And uh, P Ryan missed 
you know, missed about, I forget, four games or whatever it was with a high ankle, but he's back now. So, um, you know, their skill players are, they're, they're pretty well balanced. They're productive across the board. Um, you know, Donald's back in the lineup. Looks like he's, you know, gained some confidence and their level of execution is, um, you know, has improved. Uh, and then defensively, you know, this is a, a pretty disruptive team. Um, you know, especially in the running game, you know, at the top of the league in negative runs, and uh, they don't give up a lot of big plays. They're a, a good tackling team, and and uh, they have good team speed, uh, especially at the you know linebacker and uh, position. They they pursue hard. Their defensive ends are outside line or inside linebackers. So you know, even guys that get through the hole, it's usually you know a fairly short gain, and and then they offset that with a lot of negative plays. So. Um, they're a good kick blocking team, uh, both field goals and punts. Uh, you know, Barrios has had a you know had a solid year as a punt returner. Um, you know, and they're um, you know pretty pretty solid you know coverage team, uh, big leg punter, and so they've improved uh, you know all the way through the year in all three phases, and you know played pretty consistently over the last month of the season. Uh, could easily beat the Raiders. Then uh, obviously you know beat a nine and four Rams team and a ten and four Browns team. So um, you know there's they're gaining confidence and you know you can see that their their improvement as a team is definitely trending in the right direction. Again, I think that's a real credit to Coach Gase and his staff for um, you know the way that they've continued to um, you know help the team improve and, and to the players. Um, you know they've they play pretty. Pretty good football here last, you know, last few weeks. Also wanted to ask you what the season has been like, um, you know, for you personally, some of your players, uh, Josh, yesterday we're talking about, you know, the, the challenges of this season, whether it's the COVID environment, whether it's on the field, obviously the situation with, with James White, some of the injuries you've had. How would you categorize the way this season has affected you personally? Yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, for me, it's really pretty week to week. You know, you deal with whatever the situation is that week and try to maximize it and, you know, be ready to go, you know, on Sunday or Monday, whenever the game is. But you know, that's what this week is. And also, that's pretty much what every week is. There's challenges every week, um, there's challenges every year. So try to address those challenges, meet them, and figure out what the best way to deal with them is. <clears throat> Thanks. Next, next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Mark Daniels. Hey, Coach, I just want to ask you about Jawan Williams and just your impressions of him this season and if you think he's a player that could play a bigger role for you guys moving forward. Mm -hmm. Well, look, Jawan's role will be determined by Jawan, just like it is with every player. Um, but I think, uh, you know, he has a lot of things going for him and, and um, he's, you know, established a pretty – Pretty solid role for us in the kicking game, and um, you know, defensively, he's shown the ability to to do some things both inside and outside. Um, you know, it's a position overall that we have you know pretty good depth in in terms of you know our safeties and corners overall secondary. So uh, it's a very competitive overall, very competitive group of players. Um, but you know, he's certainly held his own in there and and shown that he you know has. You know, a solid role for our team. Whether that role, you know, increases or decreases, will really be determined by you know him and his performance. 
Same as everybody else. Next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Jim McBride. Hey, Bill. Um, I wanted to ask you about a, a transaction the team made uh, last week when you guys signed Roberto Aguayo to the practice squad. Obviously, a unique situation to have three kickers on the team and, and two on the practice squad. And we all know Roberto's history in, in the league. Just what did you see from him that uh, made you want to bring him in the building? Uh, well, I mean, he's he's a pretty impressive guy, um, so we wanted to work with him. So we'll we'll work with him here and and see how it goes. And um, I also wanted to ask you about Michael Owenu. Uh, I mean, he's been he's been pretty impressive uh, this year, and it seems like he's having a little bit of success over at right tackle. For someone who <laughs> came into the league playing mainly guard, does does his um does what he's putting on the field this year? Does do you make do you think that makes him uh, a tackle in the future is essentially what I'm trying to ask. Do you think Mike's future is, is at the end, at, at tackle, or will you look at him maybe at guard in, in the offseason? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question, um, and you know, it's something we'll have to take a long, long, hard look at. Um, you know, this year, uh, putting him at tackle was kind of our way to, uh, to try to get our best players on the field. Um, you know, with Isaiah and, and so forth. Um, now, you know, again, every situation is a little bit different. So what it'll be next year, you know, I don't know. Um, I think there's always, anytime you, you get into that, you, you know, you can say, okay, you try to get your best players on the field, but sometimes that's playing somebody out of position and, um, you know, is that the best way to go? So, I think uh, he's shown, um, you know, maybe a little bit surprisingly to us and him, uh, his ability to play tackle again. Because as you mentioned, that's something he really, you know, he really hasn't done. Um, and so that's a, you know, it's a great credit to him, and and it certainly increases his value to our team. Um, and you know, we'll have to take a look at, you know, what's best for him, what's best for the team. Um, and honestly, the improvements he's made at tackle, you know, there's there's probably a discussion as to, uh, you know, how much difference is there between guard and tackle in his play and and so forth. So, um, you know, it's been a, uh, you know, an opportunity that I would say we didn't anticipate at the start of the year or even when we drafted him. Um, you know, we thought that he would be, you know, compete for the third guard position, you know, behind Joe and Shaq. And, you know, it's turned into something different than that. Uh, so we'll we'll see if you know if we go back to the original plan or whether we don't. I mean, this is similar to uh, you know when we drafted Seymour in the first year he played nose, and then he went back to defensive end, and we drafted Will Fork in the first year he played defensive end, and then he went back to uh, nose, and we drafted Solder, and he played right tackle, and then he eventually moved back to left tackle where we drafted him, so, or where we thought we were drafting him for, so, um, you know, sometimes that first year, first and second year is a little, maybe a little different than the original plan, and sometimes the, maybe the original plan is you end up back there, you know, anyway, um, and sometimes you don't. So we'll just have to take a look at that uh, here at the end of the season and, and see where things are next year and you know, have some kind of a plan. Um, maybe it's some kind of combination of both. You know, I, I don't know, but he's opened a lot of uh, 
doors and opportunities for himself. And we'll see how that fits into our team concept. Thank you. Sure. Our next question, Jim McBride, followed by Dan Roach. Uh, good morning, Coach. I wanted sure. to ask you about J.J. Taylor and you know what you've seen from him, a guy that came into camp at a position that was pretty deep but was still able to carve out a role for himself. Yeah. Um, you know, J.J. Earned, earned, a, earned a spot on the roster uh, through his, his play and practice. Again, no preseason games this year, so uh, this is a little hard to evaluate. Um, and that's a tough position for a running back when you, you know, don't see see him get contact or get tackled. Uh, you see the run skills, but you don't you don't see the rest of the play very often. And until you get into a game situation, and then that's you know, that's really the defining part of of the job. Uh, so, you know, again, he's he's done a good job of um, coming in, earning earning a spot, earning some playing time, earning some opportunities. He's also uh, you know, worked some as a kick returner. Uh, we worked him back there a little bit earlier in the year. So, uh, you know, he's a guy that's got a, you know, a future. Um, if he can continue to improve and, you know, do things, uh, you know, in some of the areas that maybe he hasn't been asked to do as much in, things like pass protection, route running, and so forth. Um, you know, this is different, but in some ways similar to last year, you know, where Damian was, um, uh, inactive for most of the year, didn't get a lot of opportunity. And then uh, this year when those opportunities came, um, A, he was a better player, he was further along, and, and B, he was, was productive with those opportunities. You know, was, um, again, a lot of question marks about, you know, the depth we had a running back and, you know, why do you need another one and all that. And, you know, I'm pretty I'm glad we have Damian Harris. And, I'm glad we have JJ Taylor. So we'll we'll see how that you know progresses going forward. Uh, but you know, I mean, the two guys really that you know stood out in camp and and you know made an impact from uh, where they were at the start of camp to where they were where they were at the start of the season were you know Miles and JJ, and uh, you know they both contributed for us during the year, and you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, going forward. Thanks. Yep, you're welcome. The last two questions will be Dan Roach and Phil Perry. Morning, Phil. Uh, yeah. Just kind of follow up what you've been talking about with uh, even Miles and, and, and JJ and, and, and Mike and Josh. Uh, how important, you've, you've often talked about how important the jump is from year one to year two for these players, but how important is year one to year two uh, for an evaluation standpoint for you and your coaching staff to have a better feel for them? Now that you've had them under your belt for a year, now where they may fit better on the roster as you go forward, how important is that concept for you as you've seen over the years? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, any anytime you have more information, I think it's an advantage in the decision-making process. And, um, you know, we, we know a lot more now. And, and you know, in some, in some respects, a player's development can be influenced by his starting point. So... Uh, you know where where you put the player to start with, um, and that may be based on need. Uh, it may be based on the skills that you think he has, but maybe you haven't seen all of his skills yet. Um, and then as that evolves, then maybe that affects or changes your your decision or what what his role is on the team. So it certainly helps uh, as coaches to have more information, and it helps to be able to. 
uh, see those players in game situations, not just in practice, but also in, in game situations to, again, have a better idea of how comfortable they are um, in those roles and, and how it all play out. Um, and I'd say with, you know, sometimes the complexity of, of what we do, um, you know, when multiple positions are involved, sometimes that, you know, has a, you know, it, it could slow a, a younger player down a little bit trying to, you know, understand everything. And, uh, but then usually at some point when it all falls into place, then it's, you know, it's, it's okay and everybody's pretty comfortable with it, but sometimes it can be initially a little bit of a, uh, a hurdle, you know, to get through. And you put Duggar in that category too, you know, he's, he's played in the deep part of the field. He's played in, you know, kind of safety, traditional safety roles. And, and he's also played in some linebacker type roles and positions. So, um, similar to Uche, you know, a lot of, some different responsibilities, you know, for a younger player, younger player without a lot of, you know, experience, you know, even at, at a division one school there in Duggar's case. So, uh, those things are all things that, you know, we've learned, uh, and going forward, I think we'll be able to do a better job of, you know, identifying and, and, you know, teaching them, you know, how they'll be able to help us the most. And, you know, in some cases we probably over, you know, overtaught them or, or expanded their role to maybe a place where either it turned out we didn't really need it or, you know, it just added to the, to the volume of things they needed to get and we can trim that back a little bit and be more efficient with it. And last question, Phil Perry. Hey, Bill, um, wanted to ask you about Sam Darnold. And you mentioned a little bit earlier that, that lately he's, you know, been playing basically error-free. And um, I just wanted to ask you, I mean, obviously it seemed as though the league thought pretty highly of his ability level a few years ago coming out of the draft. He goes number three overall. Has he, has he shown you, in your opinion, the ability level that the league seemed to think that he had when he was taken that high a couple of years ago? You know, I think he's got got the ability to make all the throws. Um, he can throw the ball down the field and intermediate throws. Um, there are plenty of examples of him going through a you know read progression, you know one two three type of progression, high to low, inside outside to inside. Um, you know, man to zone from one side of the field to the other based on what the coverage is, so forth blitzes. So. Yeah, I think he's he's shown the ability to you know to do everything. The consistency is, um, you know, has has looked you know better um, in recent weeks. So, yeah, I don't think there's uh, any shortage of talent there and playmaking ability. We saw him run. We saw him you know run for 50-yard touchdown or whatever it was against the Broncos. Um, so, you know, he's a, an athletic guy that that has great size and big arms, hard to tackle in the pocket. Um, yeah, it's good, good prospect, and he's being well coached. I mean, I know he's getting good coaching, and and uh, and has a good system uh, that that works through the quarterback. You know, Adams always had a had an offensive system that you know really gave the quarterbacks all the opportunities to you know have tools that they need to be successful. So, 
you know, I think that's, I don't think you could have anybody, you know, better coaching him than, than where he's at. So he's, you know, he's progressing and as you expect he would. And Bill, he's a pretty young guy. I think he's still 23 years old. Um, obviously there's so much that goes into that position. He was really young when he, when he came into the league. Do you, do you feel like that has to factor into the timeline uh, developmentally? Does a young player at that spot just need a little bit more time maybe to, to get to where he needs to be? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, you know, without working directly with players, it's hard to, you know, those are hard questions to answer, um, Phil. Just, um, you know, it, it, each player learns at different rates. They learn at different, sometimes with different teaching tools. Um, and you know, I think until you actually work, you know, closely with any individual, um, you don't really know the answer to those questions and, you know, until you've been through, uh, you know, enough situations, meetings, practices, walkthroughs, corrections, in games where things happen, you know, quickly and sideline adjustments and audibles and, you know, I mean, there's a thousand things. So you really need to develop that relationship with the individual player and, uh, especially at that position, I'd say all the guys I've ever coached there, um, from you know Cleveland to here, regardless of whether they were the whatever position they were on the depth chart, uh, I'd say they're all it's it's a little bit different for all of them. Not in a bad way, it's just you know we're just we're all different. Got it. Thank you, thank you, coach. Thanks for the time. Thanks everyone.